Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick, 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 quick. Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick, 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 quick. Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick. I'm sweeter and thicker than a We are back on yet another Tuesday night. Joined by our boys Nice and Smooth on our Kevin Ricca approved podcast playlist. Look, one of the one a fine old school hip hop. Best dude, I love that. I love Crack. the intro. But as soon as uh, you, I do too. As soon as you played the first like four seconds, we all agreed that was the song we we're. It was like the to. Gong. You know, what was that show? Name the that Gong tune. show. What name it was it? No, name oh, that name tune. that tune. Sure. Okay. Hey, I want to name that tune. Sample Tracy Chapman in and then one, get loose in one and then have second. some fun. Here we go. He's Tim Strachan. Yes, it is. And I'm here to talk about the ups and the downs. Lots of ups, lots of downs. And then the ups and the downs. Because that's pretty much. Lots of outs. I feel like there's been an elevator season so far. Lots of what have yous. But bipolar I'm ready, but I'm ready to talk about bipolar life. I'm ready to go with yeah. it. Welcome to the Audible. Uh, welcome to After the Whistle, our in-season Redskins programming on Hogshaven. Appreciate you guys joining us tonight. I'm Ken Marangolo. This is First Amendment Sports Basement Podcast Studios. We think the greatest television show on TV is Redskins football. It was I know I don't again. listen to you all the time, but did you invite? Did you? In- I did. I, we, we talked okay, about so the Kevin Ricca approved podcast. Oh, that's right. I, 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 wasn't kicked, I kicked it over. I'm good. Yeah. But oh, thank, yeah. You no, Kevin, thank you for checking for me. Kevin Ricca is on. I'm, he, is, I'm just... he is checked in, strapped down. <laughs> we are also joined uh, by one of our good friends what? and favorite favorite. We are? Yes. Yes, we are. We are by... Welcome. Welcome, Brent. Back. Welcome back. Hello, hello. hello. Welcome back, hello. Brent. Thank you. Uh, listen, um... Welcome back to our show. Welcome it's back always good, to always the game. Always good to be in the basement, virtually. Yeah, virtually. And we're always good to have you. Talk to us about coming back. Not just to the basement, but back, but all the way back. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Oh. <laughs> he has been here for years. He has been here for years. hip-hop crap. All right, so Darius Geis kind of broke you, and he broke many, many of us. Um, and it was it was hard for you, right? I mean, let's, let's be honest. It was hard It was hard for yeah. all Redskins fans. Yeah, I think you're referencing my recent uh, six-week uh, hiatus from from uh, Redskins Twitterverse, et cetera. And, yeah, yeah it was Geis. Geis triggered me. It's 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 hard. Um, I I still I still think about it. I do, and 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 I, I got I took a little bit of heat um, for not uh, playing up Peterson and his role in this game uh, from from uh, Sunday, and and you know it's not that I ignored him. Um, I, I love I love watching Adrian Peterson run the ball for us. It's a treat. It's really one of the better uh, you know outcomes. You lose a guy like Darius Geis. You don't expect to be able to rebound the way the Redskins have rebounded from a personnel standpoint. AD is killing it. He still has plenty to give, and he's giving it all. <laughs> I mean, so, so far, but I, I, I still want to know why, Brent, you took the hiatus. Well, yeah, what was I mean, it about? What was it about that instant well, look, that made you look. made you want to deprive your hundreds of thousands of list uh, of followers? <laughs> Hey, you guys, you got everyone here knows that uh, being a Redskins fan is, is no picnic in the park. So, um, you know, this this is work. Yeah, <laughs> it might be it might be a labor of love. But, you know, what I do is work. It and, is. And, and, it, and it might be for free, but it's work. And, a labor uh, of love by definition is work. Yeah, there, yeah, that's right. So, you know, guys, the thing with guys Look, I mean, it's been it's been a, a slog for the last couple of decades, and it's not like I thought, you know, at the time that losing Geis was was just a, 
you know, irrevocable death knell for the season. It's but and, and I figured they would go out and get somebody and you, and you have to figure that they, you know, that there's a chance they could find somebody who's 90 or 80 percent of guys. And it's, you know, he probably wasn't even in the top 10 most unreplaceable players on the team. But you guys covered it at, at great length and very effectively before he went down that he was just such an exciting guy and the whole vibe around him. And, and um, you know, he, he came in with a chip on his shoulder and, and he was an instant fan favorite. And it really just felt like he was an awesome fit. And, and in a season that I think was lacking top storylines, he was a really good one. And, and to, to see him go down, I mean, in his first ever time wearing the uniform, was such a disappointment and yeah. that it just kind of forced me to to realize how many just how many disappointments we have suffered you know and so it uh, was it was like a straw that broke the camel's back that's right that's i would say that's, that's this was fair. a cumulative yeah. decision over a long yeah, time yeah i just needed some time to think about you know um the pluses and the minuses. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to report that after being away for a short time, I mean, let's, let's be real. It was only a few weeks, but yeah. I mean, I, I, I got the itch. The itch came back. So I'm back a few weeks. That's good. I'm back in, in, in league with my dudes here. You, we are, and we're, and just so you know, we're super happy to have you back. Love the new art. Um, uh, <laughs> tinker away, my friend. Um, uh, the, uh, well, every time I get the the old uh, Hawkshaven invite, I get you know that gets my juices flowing, dude. My so. man, my man. Because listen, the reality of your situation of following you on Burgundy Blog is it's so refreshing. I truly <laughs> enjoyed it as a fan. Forget about what we do down here in the basement. That was missed, my man. In a time of need, I'm not gonna lie. I was a little pissed at you. Little pissed. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm out there looking for my guy, and I was like, wait, wait a second. He got Burgundy. Time pissed. out. You got Burgundy. No, 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 no. I, I totally understand. <laughs> I can't imagine what you did with your spare time for the last week. Yeah, that's we that my to, next question. We don't have to talk I'm about thinking, that on I'm air. Thinking, but, I'm thinking it's yeah, kind of like Luke yeah, Skywalker yeah. going to get a little bit more, like just kind of ground sure. himself and come back yeah. as the I'm Jedi. Thinking, I, I'm thinking he like built like a, a I don't know a temple Burgundy or blog with a new look and everything. <laughs> or just I mean I, I feel like with the time that he did not spend covering the Washington Redskins, I mean I I think he like cured cancer or like maybe he did you know. Or, or he, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you, you just, what did you do? Spirit walk. Yes, yeah, I took walk. naps. Oh, that's even better. That's even better. It's a great it answer. sounds great. It's a freaking great. <laughs> answer. I actually, was, I know what. I personally tremendous. do not like naps. It was I do tremendous. Not. I'm, I'm, I'm anti-nap. Uh, officially of the base in the basement rankings, um, and shockingly, uh, you know, and and all of us hate cancer, but naps are freaking amazing. But but now go on to a- Adrian Peterson. Now go on. Okay, to so. What so, Ken was yeah, Brent, rightfully talking about. Uh, and let me ask you. Let me ask you this, Brent. Uh, who who is who's the one player most responsible for turning you around? Since one player was most responsible for turning you back, give us the one player that's been most responsible through three weeks mm. for turning you turning you back our way. That's a good question. Might be John Allen. Mm. Oh yeah, that's a good answer. Um, no, I think, not a wrong I answer. I think that the thing the thing about the Redskins that. Um, you know, I, I would pick John Allen as as a representative of of his of his uh, D line room there because um, you know this thing with him and Payne now and Ionitis this is getting pretty cool and we we thought this was this might happen but it seems like it's happening so this 
this really could be the uh, the nucleus of, of sort of a new era. And, you know, we've said that many times, so I guess we should give it a few more weeks. But, uh, yeah, to me, the most exciting thing, I mean, Alex Smith is doing a great job. Adrian Peterson is definitely filling in better for guys than I thought anybody would. But to me, the uh, the thing I'm most looking forward to unfolding the rest of the season is is that young, young buck D-line. Let's talk about the defense. I got, we got a list of things to go through, and we don't have to go through them in order. Um, I talked about in the six-pack this week, and as you know, Brent, um, on a weekly basis, you know, we incorporate some of that into, the, into this particular show on, on After the Whistle. Um, and, and I've been, as we all have been, it's not just me, um, been trying to convince people. I've gone, I've gone on uh, podunk radio shows in Kentucky uh, in Arkansas and Louisiana, and I've been um, had the pleasure of going on local DC sports radio, and and I've been here in this basement, and I've pleaded with my fellow Redskins fans, just be open to the awesomeness that you're about to see, because I've been saying over and over again that we have not seen a defense like this, um, and and part of that has to do with health, and that's just part of football, and these guys are healthy right now, and, and that's that's reality, um, but God, they're good. Uh, they're young, they're talented. Um, I don't even know if they're disciplined just quite yet. I mean, they're just they're playing well. I think they I think they're showing that there's areas where they can and should be better. Um, so, you know, uh, Minoski's got his work cut out for him there. But when you lead off with Payne and Allen and Ionidas up front, just those three alone, um, and, and and you get to see. I mean, shoot, Ryan Anderson, he's on the field a lot. And it, that, to me, that's a huge deal. He's a second-round pick. We need it. Um, but he's also um, he's an instinctive athlete uh, with a mind a set that, that is exactly what you want on your defense. Um, Fabian Moreau had an amazing uh, – he's had an amazing start to this season. Everybody who's been uh, lamenting the departure of Kendall Fuller, and rightfully so, what did we say here on this show? Give Fabian a chance. You know, give – Norman and Dunbar and Fabian a chance. That strip where he, uh, you know, stood up on the block, you know, absorbed a hit and, and was able to get the ball out, um, that, that's a hell of a defensive play. And it was made by a guy who we drafted uh, very high. You know, a lot he, of guys on the defense we drafted. A lot of great that's, choices. Exactly. No, these are our guys. They're young. They're talented. Um, and, 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 Brent, what I wanted to ask you about, so we, we have the, the, the defensive front. There's so many young, exciting players on this defense for the first time in a long time. Like, who, who besides those, those big guys up front are you just amazed and, and looking forward to watching develop? How about Dunbar? Isn't he uh, – now, Brent, you would know this better than me. He was ranked as the best cornerback in the league. Is that still yes. going through three weeks? As okay. of today. As of today, okay. <laughs> That's pretty unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Why is it, Brent? I mean, the, the guy, the guy rose from nothing, you know, it's so, it's, it's so sweet. Um, he, in, in week one in particular, he just, it was like, you know, lights came on and I thought that was, uh, he, he did everything he possibly could have to more than justify his new contract. In fact, he make, he's making the skins look pretty, pretty smart for locking him up for so little, but, um, that, that was such a big thing. It was just a big question mark opposite Norman. Is he going to be able to hold it down? And he came out with a big statement in, in the first game against Arizona and said, yeah, I can do it. I mean, he, he may not. Who knows how how those stats and rankings will hold up? But uh, he absolutely belongs, and and he's just fun as hell to root for. I mean, uh, he's so swaggy now. 
You know, he's he's rocking the two three. He now. looks great in twenty three. He's, he's he's wearing you know he wears the the, the unilateral vertical eyeglass. Yeah, patch. I was wondering. What, I say vertical I mean, too. Yes, here we it, go. It is vertical. I mean, the, yes. the guy. He you know he just in every every interview he gives is just amazing. The guy's hilarious. Hey man, um, it's Jay Gruden's finest creation. That's I mean, right. That's right. Pierre Garcon, Deshaun Jackson, and Jamison Crowder are out there. We're looking at a couple other guys looking to make the squad, and all of a sudden everyone on defense gets hurt. And Jay says, "You look pretty good running down there in special teams. I like I like the way you turn your hips." Ever thought about playing a little <laughs> defense for the good guys who we kept in house, undrafted wide receiver now. Is the number one cornerback in the NFL? I mean, and that says a lot because that never happened before. No, it never happened before. And, and um, I'll tell you something. We had uh, Fred Smoot in this basement uh, not too long ago. And he, what he told us was um, when he stands next to a corner and when guys in the league who play in the secondary stand next to each other, they look at each other's arms. They want to see that arm length. Dunbar <laughs> is long. Um, and and I'll, I'll round off the Dunbar praise by – uh, suggesting that in this era of the way that they're calling the past, the, the way the refs are calling the uh, the ticky tack stuff and and yeah. the, the contact, I I think that they're and I could be dead wrong by the way, which I am often dead wrong. I think there's something to be said for that wide receiver background playing corner. Now I I I don't know at what point in time that's going to play in, but there's something about where you put yourself when you're watching it when you're watching it come your way and 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 and. and Maybe I'm floating something out there that, that doesn't belong, but hey, no, it, theoretically, the it reason. makes total sense. Theoretically, theoretically, you've ran these routes, you know what you're doing from that perspective. I know from Kevin's that side not going to like that. I think football players are football players, okay, yeah. and you know, Regardless, he was talented enough to be on the offense. Done. It's in the amazing SEC. what he's done, but yes. He's a stud. I love his swag. I've noticed a couple other guys in recent weeks wearing the same vertical, one eye, whatever the hell you call it. Yeah. And I feel like, you know. <laughs> Ryan Fitzmagic? No, I, mean, no, I no. feel like the first guy I saw do it was Dunbar. So, yeah, you know, me too. I'm, I'm, Look, I'm sticking my, to my it. My big question about the defensive backfield is this. Is Jay No worth the money that we're paying him right now? Who? Well, I think the Brent? answer is yes. Brent, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, he's a key, key part for the. He's a, he's a key part of the unit for, for sure. And I, I still don't think that um, you know he's, it's starting to get a lot of pub that that, that he's that, he, that it's been you know seven and a half years since he picked off a pass. So it, it's a little bit of a problem. I but, mean, but part of that is part of that because they're not throwing his side. Is yeah, it part, part of it because of it, he's locking down the guy that he's playing? Well, absolutely. We all want to think. It. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We want to think that, but yeah. I know it. Numbers. I watch aren't really it. There. It's a fact. <laughs> it's been a talk. It's been a, talk. a lot of talk that the numbers aren't there. He's still got it. I mean, he's yeah. he still belongs he holds it the down. Field. He just he does hold it down, and he's uh, extremely physical. We've learned that, that by now. The badass. He's an Took absolute badass. Words out of my mouth, yes. Brent. There's nothing. I think cornerback. We, we talk about quarterback being a hard position. I know that it is, and it's up there as far as being important. I, I don't know if there's a harder position um, than corner, uh, and especially the way that they're calling it. I, I think those athletes are, are second to none. Um, and, and Josh Norman, he's, he's in the, probably in the best shape of his life training-wise. Um, and, and if you can have a cornerback who plays physical and makes tackles, that's, that's, that's what makes defense. Look, people are mad because he lines up across from T.Y. Hilton last week. They run a little crossing route, and there's not a man on planet Earth right now no. that is covering that. Now, we put him in those positions because of his talent level, and that allows us to do other things on the field. We use him in certain roles and ways that if he ever gets beat, I hear, I hear the groan at the bar bartending for the last two years every Sunday. I hear the, oh, Norman got beat. You don't understand what they're letting him do. He is on a different level as you're scheming your defense. You're allowing him to be put in a place of that magnitude where there's very few corners in the league that are allowed to do that. 
I have one thing, okay. one gripe, and we talked about it during our text thread during the game. I, I agree with you guys. I think Josh Norman is living up to what he really is, and it doesn't have to necessarily show up in the stats. But that one touchdown where Swearinger was absolutely in the wrong. He bit on the slant. They went over top of him. It was a great read. But the fact that Josh Norman gave up in the play, that, to me, pissed me I, off. I did not see that. I, I think and I watched it, it five oh, times. And, and our boy Smoot, yes, and, and our, boy, our yeah. boy Smoot this morning even said, I, that, I oh, oh, that's the one where you don't want to show up in the, in, in the film during film yeah. review. He kept his distance. Funny, but I didn't, yeah. but listen. Well, but that's like, true. He it, did not want to in any way try to, look. If you've watched film on Allison all week long, you know you ain't catching him from 10, 12 yards away. That ain't happening. It's over. It's ball game. Game, set, match. And this ain't look that I, I saw nothing wrong. I saw him on the sidelines go over and take a look at things, and they showed him. He did. He had no negative reaction whatsoever. It wasn't his fault, but the fact that he gave. I didn't up see on a negative reaction. Is what I'm Brent, saying. And you know our what text I'm talking about, right? Pissed. Brent, you know yeah, what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'll kill you. About. He, he, he kind of jogged that one off. He didn't want to show so, up on film. He 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 definitely that kept. Wanted everybody to make sure he was not the, the play one was over. Uh, the play uh, was over. He didn't maybe. want to be on the poster. Hey, not, but if you're a football purist. You don't give up on any place. Oh, T, to your I point, know, though. You could stop okay. him, force him that to play was a field over. goal, get a turnover. No, that only, play was over. We're only paying him $11.5 million dollars on, for the next two seasons. Uh, and as the salary cap grows, you have more than enough money, especially when you have guys like Moreau and Dunbar on, under contract for relatively, uh, you know, relative steals. Um, $11 million dollars a year for a number one corner. You know, in his age 31 and 32 season, um, I don't think that's... I don't think that's unreasonable. Look, if Brett can go in hiding for six weeks, I can gripe about a play. Yeah, you can. You can. You're a griper. The problem is everyone was griping on our text thread while we were beating Aaron Rodgers by double digits. And it was I was having a hard time yeah. figuring out why you guys weren't enjoying Not it you at guys, the level them I guys. was. Uh, I, I can't understand. Grumpy old yeah, man. Yeah, it is. Grumpy old man. It's, uh, it's, it's burnt one too many time Redskins fans. I understand we've been through a lot. But Jesus. Brent knows you're beat, how the feeling you're, goes. You're beating the, 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 the best quarterback in the game right now today. Correct. And that's by double digits at home. That's the silver lining. That's what I want to get into. And and Brent, let's get your take on this because um, we took it all the way to Arizona in week one. Um, We we came up turd sandwich woefully short (laughs) against the Colts, Um, and then and then we take on Green Bay Packers and the best quarterback on the planet, and 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 we beat them. And before we get into and and maybe we can bleed into you know why why the Packers maybe hurt themselves a little bit and what we had to do with that. But Cobb was point shaving. When Kate, when you <laughs> Brent, when you watch that game and you look at our record of two and one, like isn't it time to put away the well this team's terrible and that team's not that great and this team is this and this team is that like at what point in time and are you saying, you know what, the Reds Redskins look pretty damn good. Yeah. Well they did you know, I mean it's a little bit it is it's Jekyll and Hyde, but um it, I, I think it's easy in the in the immediate aftermath of such a good win to say, well, now that that's kind of the tiebreaker. You know, they were bad, they were good, then bad, and now they're good. So clearly, they're good. I mean, I I, 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 I like do that. I do still worry about a team that's even capable of of laying as stinky an egg as they did in week two because it, it truly was pretty horrendous. Yeah, but but Brent, just talking about that that's, stinky that's egg. That's the league now. It was a loss. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's a week to week thing. No, no doubt. It was a loss, and it was against a team that people aren't. Penciling in for the playoffs, right. but um, what the, the thing that sucked about the loss to the Colts that didn't happen against the Packers is the individual is the, is the is the plays within the plays, the game within the game. We didn't make mm-hmm. those one or two plays against uh, the Colts, and it was it was weird. 
Um, yeah. because, because if you look at the stat sheet, the team stat sheet, the Redskins did not uh, – you would think that they won the game. You know, we, out, we had more first downs. We had the time of possession. We won the turnover battle. Um, you know, we had the ball in opportunities to do what we do. And we did it against Green Bay. And we did it against Arizona. Um, so I, I just – I felt like – I felt like people were – thinking we were worse than we were after that game, you know, and, and maybe they thought we were better than we were after Arizona. But the yeah. game against Green Bay this Sunday, I don't care what anyone says about Aaron Rodgers' knee. He can beat you with no knees. He, he, he's – you beat Aaron Rodgers, you did something. I agree that game was a statement. And for me, um, this, the, the segment of that game that really spoke volumes was the last eight minutes of the, of the first half because um, – Alex Smith threw that threw that pick because Jordan Reed um, broke off on the route, and then the defense stepped up and held the Packers right there, and then pinned the skins deep. And when Alex Smith got that ball on the two yard line, they went 98. That was that was to me. I mean, that's really uh, honestly that is actually when I when I came back and I was like, I, I gotta I gotta chime in here because that was that's that was some hellacious football right there. That was. Uh, that you know that was that to me says something about the character of the team. And then of course, Rogers works a little wizardry and and has the quick quick strike to Allison. But then they came back and did it again, again. This team that's been so bad, this Redskins team notorious for just you know dropping their trousers at the, in, in the in the waning minutes of the first half. They were badass in the last few minutes of that first half. Yeah, Alex Smith, uh, he's got weekend. a nasty belt. That Those trousers don't come down, brother. That's exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. Those those pants were up. It was That was big boy <laughs> football. And uh, I was into that, and I was feeling that. That's I mean, what, that's, you got to give – That's what woke me up. Jay Gruden uh, has – it took a bit, bit, bit of a beating um, from, from the Jay Gruden haters who are, are out there in force. Don't you have to credit uh, Jay Gruden with, Where with are the manner in Jay which – that manner in which w- this season has started? Yeah. 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 How can you not? Yeah. I mean, dude, it's been since 1999 since we've had a 98-yard drive. You know that? 19 years, years of football, we haven't had a damn 98-yard drive since 99. I was going to say Joe, that's, but that's, that's a good pull. That's Norv, right? And at the course, yes. That's, that's Raymond the 4,000-yard that's four, passer, 2,000-yard uh, receivers, and 1,000-yard rusher. That season, Norv was, was killing it with Brad Johnson and the boys. Uh but in that, throughout the course of that run, Adrian Peterson had the run of the season. He had the, the triple jump cut where the mm-hmm. penetration in the backfield, he jumped out of the way, he jumped back into the hole, then he jumped back outside, hit the gas pedal, and I had, at that point, I was finished. There is no more rust on this guy. No, yep. Who makes that freaking move at that size and accelerates at that level? I, I, was, I was totally freaked out. It was ridiculous. Alex Smith on third and seven, <laughs> running the ball like a maniac. And then all of a sudden, we got Jamison Crowder working the middle a little bit, yep. like a slot receiver's posted with a connecting quarterback with a guy that seemed to have a little uh, well, thanks to back and forth. Your boy. Who? Who, who are we talking the about? Lid, the lid remover uh, who, played, who played the role early hey, on I'll in the game. Him, I'll give it to him. I've been, I've been a little worried about Paul Richardson. I wasn't, <laughs> a huge, I wasn't a huge fan of the pickup or the money. I wasn't. And the first two weeks, I wasn't about to just say, because I saw him walk up to Jay Gruden before the opening kickoff of week one. And you could tell that there was something said. And when an O coordinator, head coach, looks at the guy that is the, is the lid taker offer, yeah. you know he was saying, like, I got you. I'm on play six. Hey, he blah, lived blah, blah, up blah. to it early. But, but he came back mm-hmm. and got that ball, and Alex Smith's look he, on he his face jogging downfield said all of it. It was Paul that Richardson play, Brent, established that got himself. Me. Yeah. It was that yeah. play, yeah. Brent, that got me really yeah. giddy and excited because I was like, we just took a shot, and the guy that we acquired to, to take care of that, he took care of it. Yeah. Yeah. He did it, yeah. 
Can I just say one thing that really chaps my ass that's been yeah. driving me bonkers, and that's why we were listening to the Samuel Jackson Pulp Fiction sound. Do these announcers watch the announcements from the week before or the week before, like, like, like the players watch tape? Like, do they look and see, all right, let's see how they called that game last week before they call it this week. Because if one more MFR says, it's turn back the clock day with Alex <laughs> Smith and Adrian P- say it one more time. Say it one more. <laughs> I know. It's driving me freaking bonkers. Vernon Davis catches the ball. Adrian Peterson gets the ball handed off to by Alex Smith. And every announcing couple is going to say this for the rest of the season. It's going to drive me batshit crazy. We need to keep a counter on that. That's we're a, a very young football team. That's a drinking game. We're a very young football team. We're, we're, we're one of the bu- young, that's a for the first Time ever. It's a boner move. It's a boner move. We, we have had our boner counter show already. We don't. We'll get. All right. I was just talking about counter. turn back the clock okay. shit. Uh, you guys talk about boners. I'm, <laughs> I'm about to quit. I'm about to Brent quit on this. Trying to get another one going. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll always. On. It'll be. It'll be. The, it'll be the boner show of September that show. I will call back on. <laughs> uh, Brent, where are you at on on? Um, how how much Green Bay hurt themselves versus how responsible the Redskins were for the manner in which Green Bay hurt themselves. I don't think there's any doubt the Redskins fully earned that win, but but absolutely the uh, those those drops in particular, ten, a bunch of penalties, but Randall Cobb and Kendrick, those drops, that was Ooh. um you know they they, they 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 bailed the Redskins out plenty of times. Hands like butt cheeks out there in Green Bay, but it was uh, a wet day. It, it was a no, wet day. No, it does. Wet butt cheeks. Um, I I would say that uh, the, the watching Alex Smith. Throw I mean, when you watch that that long throw to Paul Richardson in slow motion, and they show you the instant replay, and you can see the the rain coming down, and you can see the the ball is wet. Um, that that's promising. We're gonna be in some bad weather situations. The fact that he can put a ball like that, even though it wasn't the greatest throw, and our receiver had to make an adjustment on it, um, it looked like Richardson ran by those guys. I was just happy we took motion. the shot. Yeah, you know, got to take the shot. Uh, speaking of taking shots, um, we threw we uh, called. Brent, if you've DVR'd the game and, and you, you, you don't want us to ruin it for you, cover your ears. But Jay Gruden called another fade route to Dachshund uh, last week. <laughs> yeah. um, that yeah. actually, that happened. Uh, and, and shockingly enough, it didn't work, but we did get the pass interference. No, it worked. So it's it worked. exactly what we wanted. So it worked. Um, what I, do you guys think about Dachshund these days? I'm not ready to go B-word yet. Mm. I'm left wanting more. Yeah. Are you B-word? His role on, on this team is never going to be primary target. It's not. It, yeah, never, I don't, never I'm not, pretty I'm definitive. Not B-word, I'm not B-word, but um, I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting pretty skeptical here that it's going to turn the corner. Yeah. Well, we got him. It's a four-year deal, right? And this is when I start rationalizing why he can still provide value. He's on a rookie contract. He absolutely can. He's costing himself money. Um, not, not really, uh, you know, he's not going to. Well, look, 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 look at what Godwin sad. did for Tampa Bay on Monday night, right? Uh, yeah, he's known, he was fumble. known at Penn State for being a guy that is going to come down more times than not with a 50-50 ball. He did it Monday night in his rookie season. Yeah. We have been waiting for Doxon, who had that same reputation coming out on year three now. Has he come up with one? So Has he come up with any? In all fairness to Doxon, uh, the Redskins trail the entire league, I believe, in targets to wide receiver, uh, in wide receiver completions, um, in, y- in yards after the catch for wide receiver. Why is that to no got, fault of his own? You got Jordan Reed, Reed and Chris Thompson right there. Wide. You got Jamison Crowder. There, there's, there's, there's places for the ball to go to Adrian Peterson. That's right. There's, 
listen, Vernon Davis. Listen, let's. We have to judge the season by the whole. That's right. We can't just go three weeks in. And you know, Doxon's going to have that one two touchdown, hundred and fifty yard game. Yeah, do you guys will. believe that? I do. I do. I'm not saying it's going to be consistent. I, I, I I'm cannot, saying he has I the ability to do that. that. I well, do at I mean, some point, they're going to one-on-one him. At some point, they're not going to put a safety on him. At some point, he's going to be one-on-one with the have. quarterback. Well, yeah, I don't, and I don't know why. If that's true, I don't know why he hasn't gotten more deep looks. But I mean, the, the efficiency stats on Doxon are hideous. Yeah, he right. plays oh, almost every snap, and he rarely even gets looks. And yeah. then, and he, he turns the looks he gets into almost nothing. Just so. imagine, just imagine if there was more production there. Just imagine. Yeah, it, 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 I think we've been having a completely different conversation. Yeah. Well, a we're much we're, t- t- we're a top think, ten I offense right now without it. Conversation. These coaches, these coaches we're top ten because they they went out and and you know they were looking for some receivers and they signed a couple, one of whom was already gone. But they they didn't go for guys who play special teams. They didn't go for you know little backups with upside. They went for guys. Who have played, and I think it's because they're looking for some receivers to catch passes on offense in the regular season right now. And yeah, it's kind of sad. Kinda it, make, it kind of depresses me because the athleticism is there. Yep. I think he's a, a good enough guy. I think uh, I just—he's uh, never going to be uh, that the alpha. He's just not. And before we go, you know, kind of uh, go back. And maybe on... Cam Sims will be. Maybe. Maybe he will be. Maybe Trey. Damn, Quinn I miss. Still has... I miss watching those guys develop. That was a. That was another. Kick to the Nuggets while you were uh, out. Yeah, yeah, losing Trey was tough too. Losing Trey was yep. tough because he was yep. clearly snapping and uh, definitely going to make a make a difference. Uh, one well, one he more was negative. Be productive. He was. Hey. He was and trusted. I think that's they the, trusted that's the frustration him. with Doxon. They There's trusted him. No production. And listen, the one and thing I want to say before no we get finished with all this and how it all ties in is that to do what we did this week against a, a playoff team, against a, a Hall of Fame quarterback with a different guard, center, and right tackle. Yeah. Alex Smith has been on the team for three games. Peterson, three games. Paul Richardson, three games. I mean, damn. I feel like Jay Gruden put some guys together to get some, some sound business done here early in. And everyone's been calling September the new preseason. That's right. So you kind of want to survive September, get on out. And then, and then and I think then the cards play themselves with where everyone lines up and how good they are. Three and one's not bad. Three and one would be fantastic. Three and one would be fantastic. Um, the, 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 the issue for me with Doxon is, um, does Alex trust him? Uh, and to that point, uh, Brent, you brought it up already. The, um, the Jordan Reed play that resulted in the interception, you know, I felt like the guy who, who like made the call to Alex Smith and was like, Hey man, listen, we got, we got a a really good nucleus. We got a really young team. You're going to love playing in this offense. We got Jordan Reed. We got Chris Thompson. We got young talent, um, and then I felt like when I saw his face when he threw the interception and you watched uh, Ha Ha Clinton Dix <laughs> run Jordan Reed's or finish Jordan Reed's route and he didn't finish it. First of all, Jordan Reed did that to Kirk Cousins a couple of times and we all know it and we all watched it. We all saw it. Um, Jordan Reed's an awesome player. We can't, not, we can't win without him. We just can't. Uh, and we need him. But that, that was terrible. And I felt so bad. <laughs> I felt so bad for Alex Smith in that moment. The look on his face when he was when he thought to, and he was like, "That's not how you do it." We talked we talked about this. That you can't just stop. Like that's not terrible. a lot of training camp time between the two of I them. Know. Week three, yep. this is uh, these are ironed out, and I'm glad that happened in a W. Yes. But listen, Jordan Reed, real quick, 
How old school does he look playing out there in the rain? He had no swag on, no gloves, no arm pads, no It was elbows. noticeable. And he was catching, mm-hmm. and he was snagging the ball with his hands like a freaking freak. Oh, I love that. That slam he caught in traffic. I love the old school, like, Mike Ditka Staring look. At it stood out. It really looked awesome, and it really kind of said, like, I'm back to start from square one. I'm blocking now. My toes feel better. And I'm, it was like I'm watching a be, uh, Major League Baseball it, player it looks, show up with a play without it. gloves. Vlad Guerrero. Yeah. Vlad like Guerrero mm-hmm. showing up and swinging at every pitch that comes near the yes. strike zone. I loved it. That was cool. Brent, where are you at on the early buy? Well, it didn't look so good a month ago, but it looks all right now. For the yeah. offense, it does. I, yeah. I just, you know, the, the defense is playing so well right now. Yeah, it's almost like it hurts the defense. It's good for the offense. I hope that it doesn't have any kind of effect on the defense. But certainly, offense needs a little bit of resting time up front. Um, you know, even even I mean Trent. I mean he's going through his surgery. Peterson today. had a little ankle thing that came yeah. out. Josh, you know, you know yeah, the last play just, of the game was limpy. Offensively, I think it comes at a great time. Actually, I just hope it doesn't hurt the momentum that. We had going defensively. Oh. Now, nah, when you have a W heading into two weeks off, that's always a nice thing. You hope. Uh, who, who? What do we got coming up besides the bye? After the bye, we we, had, we have like our one NFC East game uh, in the next, in the two or three games after. Before we have like all our NFC East well, games. Or Monday in the back. night, right? Monday night at the Saints. Yeah. But then don't we have uh, the Giants? The, yeah, I thought we have an NFC East game, and well, then, that's why I call the Saints game the pivotal game. The Saints game was the pivotal game to really get that momentum going into those two. Uh, divisional and Jay has struggled. He's uh, he he broke the um, opening we don't game play curse. Well. We don't play well on prime out of the bye. Well, and, well, prim- you're absolutely we don't right. Don't play prime well time. prime time. We Although we're on well the road, coming out of the bye historically with Jay. Historically, but with that's Jay why I think bye. it's pivotal because right after that you get the you get Dallas and T Strachan's pivotal game of the week. It is yeah. October eighth, Monday night uh, in Nolens. Imagine what a win in, in in New Orleans would do for this team. Going through a very crucial stretch of the of, of the schedule. Imagine what a pick six would do because he's going to get tested. Old number twenty four, Josh Norman. Ain't no way around it when you play New Orleans. No, Drew Brees is going to throw it to everybody. You're getting tested. Yep, he's going to throw it forty times. Guess well, what? what? What's that going to do? your way. That'd be nice. Hey, that'd be a huge. Deal. We've gone down there in years past with Shanahan and RG three, blown him out of the water. We've taken the worst loss ever down there with Kirk and Chris Thompson getting hurt on the same exact play. That was last year. I, yes. I'll be alright. I'll be all right with saying. the announcers this year. Talking about playing down no, there. No, twenty twelve. Couldn't get one yard on that yeah. two plays. I'll yeah. be okay with the announcers doing that because I think they went down there in twenty twelve and kicked some butt. Well, RG three uh, opened the season Griffining. with the win. Yeah, they got Griffin. Thank God I never Griffin. Yeah. I was a fan of RGD, but <laughs> I never actually thing. went no, back. You know I never point. got. I went on my back with two fingers pointed. Is that kind of like Tebowing, just different? Yeah, it's a difference. I, I also together. didn't Tebow. No, never no. Tebowed. No. Give us uh, before we let you go, uh, Brent. Give us uh, your revised um, outlook on the season at this point in time. Uh, I can see nine wins right now. I'm yes. not going. I'm not. I'm not going. I'm not going to run away with it, but. Um, but nine wins gets us to the playoffs, it's right? A, it's a it's a competent, professional-looking outfit, and uh, yeah, nine wins nine wins gets you at least sniffing the playoffs. I mean, it. I'm, I, it's You're sounding more and more year. like Ken, Brent. You're sounding more and more I mean, like Ken these until, days. Until until further notice, my main goal for every Redskins season is for <laughs> all of the games to be interesting and to be meaningful through December, and I think they're I think they're they're on pace for that to be the case. Meaningful ball uh, in, in the in the cold. Sundays to come. 
Um, I think we do have that in front of us. The NFC East, as much as I love it, and as, and as good as it traditionally has been and, and could still be, man, it's up for grabs. It is up for grabs. I watched just about every, almost every minute except for week two of, of the rest of the NFC East games. I mean, we, we've, we've, we've lost heartbreakers to teams worse than, than the teams that uh, we're going to face and, and certainly ones that are better than the teams we're going to face. Um, but, but, man, I'll tell you what, the NFC is the way to get to the playoffs is through the division, and our division is, is there for us. There, the opportunity is there. There's, as, as Carson Wentz is back and healthy, but guess what? They squeaked past those Colts. Dallas is looking poopy. They're looking poopy. New Say- York Giants are looking as poopy as they were expected. Saquon three is poopies. good. That's three quick poopies. That's boy. a lot of poop. That's a lot of poop. I mean, yeah, you know the what? Giants are dangerous because are, for some reason they good. just kind of... Carson's back. I mean, that, that's, that's formidable. But yeah, I mean, that's why I think they haven't know, looked great. Though it's going no, against no, no. the two poopies. Yeah, we'll be all right. They could they could have a three win stretch. That's gonna if uh, someone sweeps us. Buy. If someone sweeps us, I will be disgusted. I will be disgusted. There's, there's not a there's not a dominant team in the NFC East this year, and that's not disrespecting the Super Bowl defending champs. Um, they just no. They, that's planned by NFC sharp. East rules. That's right. If one of these teams sweeps us, then we've done something wrong. That's right. Well, uh, Brent, we are going to do our best to have a fun time next week. We look forward. Uh, hopefully, you can give us some, maybe throw us some ideas uh, for, for how to best enjoy the, the bye week uh, when we come back next Tuesday night. All that spirit walk time off you took, you got to have yeah, some ideas. You gotta be, yeah, you've we'll, got to be loaded. Yeah, he did. We're going to take loaded, a freaking man. nap. We'll just we'll hit play. <laughs> the nap idea. Dude, I was, Pat, that's patent pending, by the way. That, that, the, the nap idea is, is I will nap my ass off. <laughs> my friend, uh, we appreciate you uh, joining us and talking Redskins football. Um, it's not about welcoming you back. We knew you were there with us the whole time, and uh, we're, we just uh, love hearing your voice. Love talking about uh, a, 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 a competent team. Um, you know my uh, mantra for this, this season, quiet competence. I think that's what we're seeing, um, and I think that's what we've seen throughout, uh, through the good and the bad. Um, and if that's the case, you know, I think there's a lot of hope uh, for what we're about to watch for the next 13 weeks. Yeah. That's why I love having Brent on. He is a competent judge of character as far as this <laughs> football is. team goes. And I, uh, I agree with a ton of things he says. We disagree on a few things. We have to talk about it off, off camera. Usually yeah. that's college basketball related. But uh, <laughs> no, it's great to have your passion back, my yeah. man. You're a true fan, a true, uh, a true red skin at heart. And uh, uh, thanks for jumping on with us. It's all love. A brother in arms. Uh, you know what? We're going to keep you on as we as we go out, Brent. And I want to um, say thank you on behalf of First Amendment Sports. Uh, check out the Burgundy blog on social media again. Check us out at First Amendment Sports. This man to my left is Kevin Ricca. Hey, thanks for listening every week. Hail to the Redskins. Nice. Chilling out on a bye week with a W to think about. He's Tim Strachan. Nap it up. Nap it up for the next mm-hmm. week and then get ready to go, just like Brent mm-hmm. told us. I'm going to follow his advice. I'm going to try a nap. I've well, never done a nap. I'm not a nap guy, but I'm going to do it tonight. We got it's like always a good idea try. and always a good recommendation Brent, to thanks follow a lot, Brent's man. advice. Always great thanks, having guys. you on, brother. Thanks, guys. Hang with See us. Ya. Hang with us for a second, Brent. We're going to go out. Uh, on behalf of First Amendment Sports, I am Ken Marangolo, and this was the Audible. Hey, go ahead and take us out there, Kevin. Brent, we're going to give them another bonus second or two. Uh, okay. What, See you, guys. What, what's the game you're most looking Appreciate forward to? You. Hold on, Kev. Don't push that yet. Brent, what the game you're most looking forward to? When this weekend? No, no, no. The uh, Redskins matchup you're most looking forward to in the next four weeks. What the hell's wrong with you, Dallas? 
Yeah, it's definitely Dallas. All right, we can take this out. Fuck? We can take this out. I hey, you you just <laughs> called the most pivotal game of the season on October eighth. It is pivotal. <laughs> come on. It's big. It's big. It's a big game. All right, when you come now that you're you're off, you're we're off we're off the air, yeah. Brent. Um, at, we don't have. It doesn't have to be something where we like say like this is when it's going to be, but let let's do a meetup. Let's do it. Let's work together. Let's figure something Absolutely. out. Absolutely. I want to for sure. Wait, wait, I, I'll you're tell you what, you're I in played, the North I Carolina area. The next time I'm Southern even Virginia. remotely close. Oh, yeah, I'm in, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm a little south of Charlottesville. Um, next time I'm even remotely close, I'll look you guys up for sure. All right. We and yeah. Okay. Do that. Um, next time we're in the south of Charlottesville area, obviously you're going to hear from us. Um, yeah. How many people live in your neighborhood? Have I ever been south of Charlottesville? <laughs> What's that? I don't know if I've ever been a sh- south of Charlottesville. South of Charlottesville. Well, I, I, when I drove to Florida, I was south of Charlottesville. That's How far away would that be it. from Hampton, Sydney College? About an hour, hour and a half? Oh, I, I'm, I'm over. I'm, yeah, it's about an hour. I go over there all the time. I was, I was a passing game coordinator. I coached there in 2004. Uh, I was the quarterback, right? quarterback receiver coach. My brother was the quarterback that coached there. He was my O coordinator at Catholic University. I lived there for nice. about two years. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it was not much going on there. I wish I knew you then. I'd have taken that hour ride to see something. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, farm, farm, no, Ve- farm Vegas. Then, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. It was gorgeous out there, man. Hey, uh, appreciate you uh, giving us some Tuesday, my friend. And uh, we will let you go. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I would love for us to to hoist one uh, while watching this team win. Let's make that a goal, uh, and, and, we'll do it. and it will happen. Uh, thank we'll do it for real. Thank Thanks, you so guys. much, man. Talk to you soon. Later, Take care, bro. All right. Later. Oh, I'm sick of it.